0: The way that I see it is, I'm taking the discernment and I'm running with it because my discernment is telling me to step away from that, like not even get involved with that. Um, just because we're supposed to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And I really feel like this is going to be a stumbling block for a lot of believers. It's just taking away their sense of reality, and you know, reality. This this beautiful, beautiful creation, Earth.
1: You're listening to the pantry podcast part of the spark podcast network now playing on the edify app Hey, i'm shay
2: and i'm michelle and this is the pantry podcast season eight road to revelation
1: We're here to help you crave a healthier spiritual diet by teaching you to ask the right questions Seek the right answers in the right place God's word and break free of the junk food. The world wants to shove down your throat
2: we live in a broken world. We can fall down in despair or rise up for our wedding day. This season, we're looking at what it really means to be the bride of Christ in the end times and the many things we can learn from the book of Revelation that will guide us today, tomorrow, and to the end of time.
1: Join us and fellow listeners from 47 states and 66 countries as we marinate on the word of God, clear the junk from our pantries, and feast on real, everlasting food.
2: Support the show by sharing this episode with two friends that need a godly snack and be Becoming a partner at Patreon.com slash The Pantry Podcast for as low as $5 a month.
1: And now let's dig into the meal. Hey, what's up? Hello. Again, excited to be here. Always, because, man, always. Y'all are here. we got some good guests here. We. This is going to be an awesome show, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> I, I, love I, I love it. it. Man, I love it. I mean, look,
2: you really legitimately do. You're always pumped up when we are planning an episode. You're always talking about how great it's going to be. Because at the root of it, we know that the Lord is leading us to pick people at very specific times for such a time as this.
1: Ooh, for such a time as, <laughs> And that is the episode title. I'm going to tell you guys something. Some days I'm exhausted, but then I get in front of the camera. I start talking to some awesome guests or I start talking to my wife about Jesus. It's like energy. It's like better than Red Bull, y'all. I'm telling you. So, hey, right. check this out. Tonight we're going to be talking about for such a time as this. Um, we got two awesome guests, but here, I want to throw something out in front of us. First of all, Kenya, man, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, other listeners, for listening. Now, listen to this. In every age, God has used people to further his kingdom, Mm -hmm. right? He used Abraham, Deborah, Isaac. I mean, come on, let's go down that list. Tamar, David, he's used so many people in their time in their time we could carry that forward to the disciples to apostle paul we could carry that even farther i'm not gonna say any evangelists on because uh, who knows what's going on their life but he continues to use believers to further his kingdom right we have been made for such a time as this there is no difference now than those days yeah in fact they're all the same now as i went into this totally opposite verse completely i was like where this came from? and maybe it's because of the guests that we have on today, right. and, and, them and the way that they serve the kingdom and, and their busy lifestyles and everything that's going on. But I think that Mark 10, 42 through, 40 through 45 says something very beautiful about being in this time or mm-hmm. being in a time or furthering the kingdom, right? And as Jesus called them to him and said to them, you know, that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them and their great ones exercise authority over them, but it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Whoever would be the first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Mm. And to give his life as a ransom for many. Think about that. I want to go out and beat people down. But here here Jesus is telling me, don't worry about them people who are ruling over you, who are standing above you for a time such as this. Sit back, be a servant, spread my light, and move forward.
2: Mm. Now that's a very good starting place to introduce these two guests. Now, we know both of these wonderful, lovely ladies that love the Lord. Check out that alliteration. um, Because of all of the stuff that we have just done through podcasting, and then they have started a podcast together, aptly named for such a time as this. And when we were thinking about Revelation, and the road to it, yeah, everybody that's listening, you were made for this time and God has a call on your life for this time. Part of it is the Great Commission and part of it is specific just to you. And so Savannah Calixto and Irais Vela, they co-host the podcast for Such a Time as This, where they discuss hard stuff most may hesitate to discuss in church. We weren't created just to live ordinary lives. We were created for such a time as this. And last season, we welcomed Irae's husband, pastor and Christian rapper, Victor Vela, onto the show to discuss what a relationship rather than religion what the Lord offers us. And then I met Savannah because our friend Mikaela Degan, who was on um, a past season in Rewired on the episode Happy Lies, she had a episode with Savannah and they were talking about the occult background of the Enneagram and how when you realize something is not of God, you need to drop it like it's hot. And I just fell in love with both of them. And I reached out to Savannah. I was like, oh my gosh, your podcast is so great. And I would love to talk to you. And she seemed just as excited to talk to me, which just proves the the humility In the body, and so I think this episode is going to be amazing because they're both wives, they're both moms, and most importantly, they both love the Lord. Mm. And they talk about this all the time. So I wanted to bring them in. So welcome to both of you. It's so exciting to have you guys at the same
3: time.
0: (laughs) Thanks
2: so much for having. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) So give like the brief history that led you to co-hosting together. Like what kind of led you guys to
0: that point? I took a step back from my podcast Wake Pray Slay, and. I don't know. I just felt like it, it it wasn't for that time in my life, that season in my life, I was pregnant, you know, I was really busy with my son and I don't know. I just, I I lost the passion for it. And I knew that God wanted me to do something with a podcast. I didn't know what it was. So I just kind of, I was quiet and I was like, all right, I'm listening. If there's something you want me to do, I'll do it. I started working towards uh, rebranding my old podcast. And one day I'm literally taking a shower cuz you know that's how God works. He just comes to you when when you're just showering or about to go to bed or something like that and he's like start a podcast. And I was like, all right, well I have a podcast, you know, or I had one and I don't know, it just it just started flowing through my mind like the possibilities that could happen um starting a podcast with Edais. And so um, she's one of my best friends and we, you know, we have women's fellowship every week and, and we talk and and so our conversations are always so edifying and so powerful. And so I was like, all right, girl, you want to do this? And she's like, yeah, let's do it.
3: Yeah. And then my husband was also, like, he kept telling us for the longest time, y'all should get on a podcast together. Um, but we just kept saying, yeah, we, we should. And then it never happened, you know? So when Savannah finally told me, I was like, yeah, let's let's go for it. That's awesome. <laughs> and she knows more about podcasting too, so it really encouraged me because I'm I'm super new to all this. Um so she's like really been encouraging me to, you know, st- use these types of platforms, I guess, to, um, share these conversations and reach women, you know, that really need to, to know these things.
1: And and I know something a little bit about you that you're the backside of his ministry. So I I know that you're doing a lot of behind (laughs) the scenes. And so it's amazing to, and he's been saying it to me too, on the side, he's like, yeah, you know, she has just some good word. And, and to hear you guys finally come out, like, like it really makes me think of be still. Mm-hmm. you know it's like be still like I, mm-hmm. i've seen savannah talk to savannah as well you know online i watch it and, and i see her you know she stepped back and then all of a sudden now she's coming in with this powerhouse and it's like okay she, she stopped she yeah. listened and i think that's one of the most important things in seasons like this when it is our time to be able to hear that voice now i'm gonna ask mm-hmm. and, and, and I, you could be as open or, or whatever about this because you both have things in your life uh so you have a child both of you that has special requirements and, and, you know, being friends, we all know this. So that adds another layer. So when I'm talking about these two ladies getting together, making time and, and really putting to the what is that like on your scheduling?
3: Honestly, it just takes effort. Like we have to put the effort in to get it done because um, it is hard. You know, we hardly have time for anything. And uh, I mean, we, we've scheduled it out to where, you know, Sundays is when we record. Um, and, and but, you know, realistically, it doesn't always go that way. And for the past month, we've had to learn how to deal with it because things come up. um, We can't record this weekend or something happens. I got sick or just things happen, you know. So we've just been learning to keep going. Um, As a matter of fact, that was one of our
0: um, recent episodes was talking about just keep moving forward no matter what, you know, taking the time. And just doing it because I know Sunday comes around and I'm like, I don't want to get on. I don't want to I don't want to make this episode. I want to be chilling with my family right now. But this is something that God's called us to do. So we literally have to make the time for it. If you're if you're called, then you got to go. And so uh, that's kind of why we decided to do it twice like twice a month, we'll come out with an episode. So we still have that time with our families in between. And so we're not taking on too much, but we're still doing what God has called us to do. And I think it's been such a blessing um, more for I know for me (laughs) than anything. This is like my little getaway because we do have children that need that extra help. And so just being able to come together and edify one another and know that somebody else out there needs to hear something that we could be talking about. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's it's amazing. God works in mysterious ways.
1: What verse? pops up? Like, you know, we all have a verse. When I was laying on a COVID deathbed, I had name Nahum 1-7, you know? So what is a verse that continually just resonates within you um, in these moments when you're trying to put all this together? Like, how does God use his word in your life?
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's Galatians two twenty. Um I have to realize that it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. It's not, it's not what I want to do. I need to stop being selfish and thinking about myself all the time and stop thinking about, okay, well, how is this going to bless me? And think about the fact that this could bless other people. And so really just laying down my own desires and just stepping into that calling that God has called me to. Honestly, that's like my
3: favorite verse. And then also it's not a verse, but it's something that, God-like confirmed for me, at least um, through a dream that I had one time, you know, long story short, I woke up saying, I am willing, Lord. Mm -hmm. And uh, ever since then, it's stuck with me. So I always end my prayers with, I am willing, you know, Um, when I get nervous about starting the women's call uh, for our women's group, um, I just say, I'm willing, Lord, you know, because it's not I, it's him now. So it's not my voice, it's his you know i'll probably mention my husband a lot here cuz we just talk you know from from each each other's point of view i guess uh from what god is teaching us but he always says like faith is a perspective you know the reason that we start you know feeling discouraged or even falling into temptation or backsliding or anything like that is because we've lost that perspective of what truth is you know so in order to to be emboldened and encouraged and, um, have that drive to keep going. And, you know, being that Esther in these times, um, is by keeping that perspective, knowing what the truth is and holding dear to
2: that. So far, we've already gotten so much and I want to recap it. So fellowship is huge, um, both with your family, but also with other members of the body Mm -hmm. Then just doing it, which also goes down to the dying to self. So just getting like just getting up and going the one, two, three, go that Shay used to talk about a lot. And then what's funny is he used to have to do one, two, three, go a lot. And now he doesn't have to as much. At least he doesn't verbally do it because he's it's like the energy is coming. The the desire is there a lot more pausing and listening and waiting on God and doing his time, Um, blessing other people and making that a big deal. Faith as a perspective Keeping perspective and then clinging to truth. I,
1: I just quit doing one two three go verbally because I <laughs> I, I, I didn't want the I didn't want uh, the powers that be to be able to use that as an advantage. Like oh he needs one two three go. Now it's just like I keep it to myself. You can't hear me. Somewhere. Well look, no, that's that's a good.
0: That's good. That's no, good. Still
1: one two three go is a part of my life. I just letting you know. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. <laughs> I think we all say that it's it's just it's a thing it's a thing you really just have to like push yourself and do it and once you do it you're you just feel amazing like you were talking about earlier just feeling so energized and when when you're talking to one another and the Holy Spirit is speaking through you and you're just like well that wasn't even me <laughs> like I don't even know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> and how
3: out, out come the the good works out of that you know mm-hmm. like people are always asking like how do you get good works then because they just focus on the works part but they forget yeah. the faith part when you're gathered together in the faith, the good works just flow naturally. You know, I, I like that Amen.
1: faith, um, faith, faith drives, you know, everybody misunderstands James um, mm-hmm. when he's sitting there saying, show me, show me somebody, you know, that that, that has Christ, that has faith, that doesn't work. Um, and so in, in that aspect, your faith is driving you, correct? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. And so,
1: and so when we look at that as, as faith driving you, um, I know both of you guys do works. And so I, I want to hear about a little bit of this, you know, the evangelism that's going on. Um, I, I know a lot just on one side of this <laughs> because I know someone's husband, but <laughs> but I'm just, how does this pan out in your day-to-day um, schedule?
0: Well, I mean, for me, a lot of the, I guess you could say evangelism that I do is through social media. Um, I have such a busy life. <laughs> and um, I don't know, it's like, my, my family is obviously my first ministry. So making sure that my son is taken care of, he gets to his therapies because he goes to therapy um, four days a week, three hours a day. And then, um, yeah, I, I think like a majority of my time is really just dedicating to reaching people through social media right now in this season of my life. And um, just talking to people, being their friends, praying over them, even if they don't know that I'm praying over them, um, reaching out. Um, sometimes God will just put somebody on my heart And I've, I've learned my lesson that if he puts somebody on my heart, I just need to reach out to them and talk to them. Sometimes I don't even know why, I don't know if there's something going on in their life or, you know, what it is or whether it be, um, the other day, actually I was, I was picking up my son from therapy and I just felt so strongly in my spirit to pray for someone who was on Mm -hmm. the corner. And, um, just that it was almost like a gut punch, you know? And so, well, I, I'm not. I wasn't able to talk to that man. I probably wouldn't have gotten out of my car to talk to him just by myself. Um, <laughs> but really, just making it a priority to just just go wherever God leads me to, even if I feel afraid. And I think that's something that the enemy a tactic that he really uses in my life is as being afraid to speak up, being afraid to come on this podcast, being afraid to post something, and then afterwards I'm like. Did I post the right thing? And I'm like, no, I know I posted the right thing because I, I, I was called to do that. Um, So really just following through with, with those nudges from the Holy Spirit and knowing his voice, you know, we have to be able to discern and know his voice to know that he's telling us to go one way. And so, yeah, I hope that answers your the question. And as far as me, well, obviously
3: through the ministry, we reach out to a lot of people online as well. Um, but God has been like moving me in the opposite direction, I guess, as what so- the season that Savannah is in right now. Um, cause I-, I was on social media too, big time. And then I just fell that to stop, you know? Um, and I feel like he's leading me to, uh, face-to-face, um, interactions, you know, ministering to people, um, every chance that I get, for example, my son also has therapy four days a week. So it's just ministering to people, um, in a you know, in, in that manner, like simple ways, are our, our son's therapists, our son's doctors, my doctor, I'm pregnant right now. So my doctor, you know, um, the nurses that I speak to, um, just people at the store, like, if I get a chance, you know, my husband usually goes for the uh, grocery runs, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, I get, I get a chance to speak to people too. And even just, um, a big one right now is my sister. She's in jail right now. Um, and she's coming to the Lord, you know, which I never, ever, ever thought that she was going to, you know, get to that spot, but just really learning how to interact with people face to face without letting the awkwardness and the, whatever insecurity I might have, you know, get in the way to put it in a practical sense. Um, how can you witness to people or how to share the faith or be bold in a practical sense is to always remember why you're doing it to begin with, the worth and value of the people that you come across every day. You know, in our women's group, I always tell the ladies, um, we have such a huge sphere of influence. Everywhere we go is a mission field. Whether you just go and pick up coffee at a Starbucks every Friday, that's a mission field right there. You know, you can literally reach those people there with the simple, hey, I just want you to know that Jesus loves you. You know, Mm -hmm. it just plants seeds everywhere you go and you'd be surprised how it reaches people. Some people are Probably on the verge of like taking their own life, you know. And you sharing that bit of hope with them keeps them going. With our kids, um, I, I encourage Savannah a lot with this. Sometimes it feels like we're not doing enough, but just a simple like teaching our child uh, a Bible verse or or praying with them at night, it just teaches them the love of Christ. You know, being happy with my husband and not arguing in front of my son that teaches the love of Christ too. See what I mean? Like it's just little ways. It's it's super simple and practical. We just tend to overcomplicate it because we want to do more and more. You know what I mean? It's like it turns into like religious works, unfortunately.
1: Everywhere I go, every space that I occupy, I'm occupying that space for Christ. Um and, and, and it makes because I, I get that. I mean I, I get mm-hmm. that. Um and it and it also makes me think of Ephesians when you were talking about um in Ephesians, where was that at? It's I think it's five. It's like walk in love. Walk in light and walk in wisdom. It's like everywhere we move, we're moving with Christ. And, and man, just to hear you guys say this, like, because the busy lives, you know, I know Savannah just had another another baby, you know, and and, and then she has her son, and, and you've got your son, and it's like amazing that like, and you're like, oh, I just talked to the doctors, the nurses, whoever they send my way. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to shine His light, and it ain't for brownie points. It's because Amen. I care about their soul.
2: You humbly listed all the things that you do, and yet we never know. When the next person we minister to is going to be that person who takes it and runs with it and just goes off and and does the ne- next amazing thing and the next amazing thing. And it's it's not about one cell in the body being the superstar. It's about when all the cells are working, the body is healthy yeah. and well and growing. And and it's so right. important because. We think we have to go big or go home. And if we don't do it big, we didn't have enough faith or we don't have, or we're not making enough time. This uh, quote that I once read just keeps popping up into my head right now. And it's, um, we, we need
3: more people to know that they're servants than um, to think they are leaders. And, and I see that in the body of Christ a lot is that everybody wants to have the platform. Everybody yes. wants to have the voice. Um, Everybody wants to have the following, you know, and um, it reminds me of, I think Shay, you said it earlier, Um, you know, people want to um, go out there and do the big things, you know, start a ministry from the ground up or um, go to Kenya, like you were talking about and uh, start churches over there or feed the poor. And these are wonderful, amazing things that people are called to do specifically by God, you know, but what happens when you, you can't do that? Does that mean that you can't be used by God? No, it means that you, God has you where he has you for a reason to reach the people that are around you for a reason. Mm -hmm. So instead of us trying to strive to get the platform, to get the microphone and and all these things, let's look at the little ways that we can actually serve and not lead.
0: Um, The Holy Spirit, like for weeks now has really been putting, what is it? First Corinthians 10 31 and basically just. Do it all for the glory of God, and I think that is the most important thing, and I think it's also pretty simple at the same time, you know. Um, it's something that He's definitely been working in me, and I know because. Every once in a while, do it all for the glory of God. And I'm like, okay, is that if it is this what I'm about to do right now gonna glorify God? And if it's not, then I need to step back from it, you know? And so as as the body of Christ, I think that is the one thing that are a huge thing that we really, really just need to focus on right now in the times that we're living in, is um making sure that we are doing it to glorify God and not ourselves. And so um, with that being said, um, you know. I don't know, it's just kind of crazy cuz being on here with you guys I'm all, I'm always thinking like I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough. But but I realize, you know, I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do and if I'm doing it for his glory, that's that's more than enough. My thing right now is talking to women one on one or reaching them through social media, planting those seeds and I think all Christians should be doing that, not necessarily through social media, but planting those seeds everywhere they Everywhere we go, like Idays was saying, just literally being the light of Christ, being the salt of the earth. We are here to preserve this earth until Christ returns.
1: You know, um, I remember we used to hit the streets, and you know, I, I still feel like I need to be out there, and I do need to be out there. And uh, winter time's a little rough out here, though, uh, to be out there because nobody wants. To, no one wants to need, be outside. <laughs> need, nobody wants to talk to you in our neighborhood now. I mean, in the summertime, they don't want to talk to you, but they just don't want to talk to you. Uh, they don't want to talk about what we're talking about but did you add winter to it Woo, you ain't get nothing but but she was always what was always better for us is when we broke away from the bigger group and we could just sit down and have a conversation with people um i think that is the bottom line of what this is in in our christian walk and what i'm hearing from you guys is having that availability to have conversation i i want to know where you guys are going to go with your show so a show for such a time as this Give, give me some. Give me chop. Chop it up a little bit, man. T- 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 tell me like what, what's in the cards. What are you guys gonna be talking about? Oh, I, I want to hear some of this. Come yeah. on. Tear and, it up. Why? And, and why? And why? And why? Yeah. Man.
0: <laughs> we're just winging it. No, <laughs> Just say spirit. What well, kind, kind of honestly? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're. Yeah, I know. Yes. We're, we're <laughs> yes. just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. So. If we're if we're feeling really strongly about a specific topic or something to talk about, like a couple mm. episodes ago we talked about Facebook metaverse.
1: So metaverse, yeah. huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, I think we should go there for I, I, a second. For, for a second. I, I think because you guys this is also, for on, such a time. I also, think, I also think they should go I think an episode y'all should do pastoral AIs.
2: Oh <laughs> man, yes. <laughs> and you can Dude. bring your
1: husband on the show. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and he could chop that up. Right. Oh,
2: like we've got we've got some time. And oh, I, yeah, think, got time. I think I think you, 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 cat out of the bag. This is one where, like, the episode's going this way and then it just drastically veers and it's we exciting. Just veered, yo. And I think, <laughs> I think we need to go here for a second. Like, what are your opinions? And in, that episode already in dropped, like, right? in a, in for a nutshell, for such a
1: time as this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So let me, let me think back a little bit. I was like, a month ago. I was, I was just thinking, dang it. I deleted the note.
3: I had a lot of notes that I took that one episode. <laughs> it's all good.
0: No, I actually, you know, cause um, for, Forever, or us, our children—we've all been conditioned um, for something like this. There was actually a video that you sent me, and um, the guy was saying these games have, like, okay, so the games that the children are playing and stuff. These games have them living in an alternate reality that is growing by the day and intends for their minds to be attached to a world not created by our Father in Heaven, our true Creator. And so we all know that the enemy tries to copy everything that God does, and he, he doesn't do it well. He wants his own sort of universe. And so the, the way that I right. see it is I'm taking the discernment and I'm running with it because my discernment is telling me to step away from that, like not even get involved with right. that. Um, just because we're supposed to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And, mm-hmm. and I really feel like this is going to be a stumbling block for a lot of believers. It's just taking away their sense of reality and, you know, reality, this this beautiful, beautiful creation earth, you know, that God created um, and just um, creating their own image of God in their minds. Like in Romans one, uh, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, when referring to the Great Reset, he said, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. So in this metaverse, you right. own property, you own really fancy designer clothes. You own all these things with real life money, but you literally don't actually own it because it's in this virtual world. And I don't know if y'all have ever used the Oculus or anything like that before, but it is trippy. Okay. I I played it and I started running into things and it, it really just sucks you in. And before I knew it, I was on there for over an hour. It literally just takes away from any sense of time. And I, it's just, it's not, it's just not purposeful for the life that we're called to live here on earth. So that's, that's my thoughts.
3: When I first heard about the metaverse coming out and Facebook, you know, switching over and renaming and all this stuff, that's when I decided to leave Facebook. Um, I saw the, the, where everything was headed. I saw, you know, how they're trying to make it a place um, to where um, there's like no uh, real like religion you know, um, there it's more like a, Mm -hmm. um, transcendence type of thing. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but, um, it's more, I don't know. It's more occult, more mystical, more. And and the ad that I saw for it was like this, um, it it was for portal actually, which is also part of Facebook, but they were, um, levitating, you know, they were, they were having like this group meeting where they were teaching and they were teenagers. They were young kids, um, teaching, the, the group had to levitate that's, that was their advertisement. That was a video that they decided to put out. When I saw that, I just got so, so convicted. And I said, you know what? The only reason why these people are still running is because we still consume it. And although I know that I'm sharing the gospel on there and I pray and I appreciate for all the brothers and sisters, like, like you guys that are on there, I just could not do it. You know, um, it was just that personal conviction right. that I had. We're drawing a thin line now we're walking and really, you know, um, shaky waters here um, in the mixture, you know, with this mixture of realities. Um, So we can easily get sucked in thinking that we're going in for the right reasons. And then um, we end up missing the point and we end up being entranced by what the enemy is Um, enticing people with or trapping people with, you know, like, Oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm here to share the gospel, but let me go by, make sure that my house in this virtual reality looks nice. Let me go buy this. Or, you know what, I'm going to stop by the bar there. Cause I've seen videos already of the testing of this metaverse. And there's literally like bars where you can go have dates. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is your identity as you know, who God created you to be in this reality. You can be anybody. You can literally be an animal. You can be of another gender. I mean, we see that obviously in in this reality, obviously. Mark Zuckerberg said it. I don't know, Savannah, if you remember exactly what he said, but we talked about it. Um, He said something like, um, anything you can imagine is possible here. Mm -hmm. And that reminded me of this verse. I can't remember the verse right now, like the, the, or actually it was Genesis. I just can't remember the chapter or verse. God said that he he was going to wash them all, you know, with the flood because everything that they thought of, was evil every thought they had was wicked and and we're in the days of noah right now like we see it happening everything is so twisted good is evil and evil is good in this metaverse it's literally giving full vent to the desires of your flesh and we as body of christ have to be very very careful with that turns out that facebook has been working with um churches and it's crazy. It's it's actually the popular churches, the um, charismatic type of churches, mm-hmm. um, mega churches. Yeah. They've been working since about 2016, I believe the article said, um, into moving towards this metaverse, this virtual reality. So they've literally been merging yeah. this um, idea with religious you know, leaders, um, if you may call them, um, so that way they can transition over there why is it so important for these churches to join there? It's like, they're almost saying like partner with me so that way your followers can, can follow you here. You know, um, it just seems so weird to me. And, um, I would definitely like encourage our brothers and sisters to, you know, have discernment with that.
1: As I'm sitting here thinking about this, first of all, Jesus wasn't an avatar. Right.
0: Right.
1: Number one. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just, let's just put it, let's just put it out there. Uh, number two, um, interaction and fellowship, um, together in the body of Christ, um, Zoom and, and online, I give it its props to a point. Mm-hmm. But then I also believe that in-person is very important as well. Yeah. Um, because in-person it really grounds us. I, I mean, I can still be whoever I want to be right here. But mm-hmm. when we're around each other in the family and in the, in, 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 in the family of God, then reality comes out. Right. And we get to see each other and we get to work together. We get to let Christ come in and work with us. We get to let our brothers and sisters know what's going on. This brings abundant living. Right Now, as I'm sitting here thinking about, abu- I'm sorry, I'm about to go. I'm sorry. This is how this works. Uh, <laughs> go. As we, sit here and we think, as we sit here and think about abundant living, we start to think of, of verses like John 10, 10, where it says, the, what does it say? The, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But listen to this. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. And as you're sitting there talking, you're talking about identity. We already have an identity crisis yes. problem in, in, in the world. People mm-hmm. are who they want, who they think they should be, and they're not who they were created to be. Yep. And so here we are taking that one step from what I'm hearing, and, and, and what I I won't be on the metaverse either. I'm just letting mm-hmm. you know, I'm this close to dropping Facebook. I've already just, I'm sitting here prayerfully about TikTok. I'm like, all I hear on TikTok is people going after people or hearing something that was happening or saying something about something. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. But I'm still prayerful. <laughs> but, but, but metaverse <laughs> is taking it to this level of like, okay, it was hard enough in my bad past to sneak out the house and go mess around or go do whatever that wasn't that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Right? I get online, I put this little thing on my eyes and and, and now I'm anywhere. I'm at the bar picking up women. Mm-hmm. I'm at the uh, you know, I'm over there like doing what I want to do, building my house, building my car, building uh, the fakest identity. And right there John Ten, the enemy. The enemy wants this destruction. Yep. The enemy wants us to go even farther down in this pit of an identity crisis when God Confusion is simply, too. right delusions mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's just amazing to hear these things and I'm like wow right there in a verse it says the thief comes to only steal kill and destroy and what better than your identity right mm-hmm. what better than your identity so you're so far away from God that you don't understand that fruit of the spirit and who you're supposed to be yeah. you know the world has yeah. constantly wanted to define us enneagrams. I mean, you name it. Uh, astrology. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're talking metaphors, social media. i I see people on social media and I meet them real life. I'm like, what? Who are you?
0: <laughs> and, and, it's like, and it's like, so
1: we're taking it another step. Man, this is a ploy of the enemy.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. it but is. Yeah. Simple. They will go after new tech with the goal of reaching more people. They'll say it's to reach more people with Christ. Yep. And it, for all intents and purposes, that may be true. But the difference is when we don't discern and realize that the way that God did it back then actually still works now. So we're we're all made for such a time as the time that we're in, but the truth is the Bible doesn't change and it works for all of us, no matter what time period we're in. And so when we start thinking or accepting or even entertaining, could an AI pastor actually do anything? Could an AI worship song be a worship song unto the Lord? Well, the question is, how well do you understand that he made humanity and that there's something that you can't even tangibly under, like we can't physically see what makes us special. We know like we have our flesh and whatever, but we have a soul and the Holy spirit and we can't see those things. You can't quantify them, measure them. You can't figure them out. And right now we're saying, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Or we, you know, the metaverse could be used for good without knowing or understanding how the spiritual works. I really appreciate the critical thinking that you've put in. And, and more than that, before you thought critically, you honored what the Lord told you, what he impressed on you. And then you started thinking critically, because why not? But what came first was not a ton of exclamation. When I tell my daughter, don't touch the hot stove, I don't start explaining why not first mm-hmm. and then wait and warn her after she's already burnt her hand. I tell her, don't touch it. And once the issue is gone and dismissed, then I can explain why. And I think sometimes the believer wants to see it proven first. Show me how this is going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a time like this where we're ramping it up, um, maybe it's 500 years from now. Maybe it's five minutes from now. But we're ramping up. You can yep. see,
1: yep. you know, the yeah, the,
2: the World Economic Forum. I'm so glad you brought up that guy because his book is literally the Antichrist prequel manifesto. Oh mm. um, <laughs> oh. But that it all like technology plays a role. Mm. And the last thing I'll say on that is that I listened to a pastor. He was, he was telling me, should we all just ditch our technology? And he said something very important that I think is, is really cool. He said that the amount of technology that we have in our hands right now, the amount of technology we're currently using to, to record this podcast is more than any of the kings, like David. He would have had need of so many servants to get even a tenth of what we're capable of doing right now from our home. Damn. And so technology is a form of wealth. And the question is, are you going to use technology, the wealth you have? Because it's not all just cash money. Are you going to use that wealth to bring glory to God or glory to self? Mm -hmm. And the vast majority of the metaverse, I'm sure he's going to call someone in there to deliver someone out, right? Mm -hmm. He's going to do something. But it's not everybody's job. It's a prayerful thing. Are you going in? To redefine yourself, to build up a kingdom for yourself, even in the name of the Lord, or are you going in there to wake people out of it to mm. appreciate the God given body and reality they've been given? Because that's that's really the difference.
1: And just for some some the Sims, I, I just had to look this up because Sims is a big deal back. <laughs> I in remember oh, yeah. Sims. Y'all, it's still it it's still hitting. Yeah, like Sims Five is, is now coming out, and it's like, wow, like because people want to be something different. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and I we want to we... have
3: also that's another thing is yeah, that we want to have control. Yes. Um, and that's another thing that we are not honest about. You know, a lot of the, of the reason why this is so. Um, how do you say it? What's the word for it? Like, it's shiny to you. You know, mm. um, it looks good to you is because you can control it. You literally have all the control of what you can do with these things. And and I say this from my experience with these types of games, even like The Sims, for example. I love simulation games, you know. Yeah. And, um, and I had to, when we started talking about this whole metaverse and stuff, like I, I had to sit down and really think about everything that I've contemplated or have ever done. In my Christian walk when it comes to all this, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, because that video that Savannah was talking about, he talks about that, how how heavily we've been uh, conditioned into accepting this with all these games that have simulation, even just something as simple as, I don't know, Mario Kart that you get to choose your character and, um, you know, you choose. Oh, he mentioned um, NBA. You choose your character. You literally like customize everything about that character. Like you have so much control in these video games, you know? And The Sims is a perfect example of that. Um, Another thing that I was really convicted of uh, was I've never tried the Oculus thing. Um, I've never done that, but I've always wanted to. Every time we go to an arcade, I always tell Victor, um, let's go try it. Let's go try it. But thank God, like now I'm realizing that it's a God. It was a God thing. Um, It was never open. Like it was always broken. Something was wrong with it. And I I thank God now because I'm like, if I had tried it, I know myself, I would have probably just fell deep into it. Like, oh, this is amazing. You know, we can do all these things with it. I would have probably owned one by now um, if I had, you know, that opportunity to get into it. But it easily entraps you in that because
0: of how much control you have over everything that your hands touch in that reality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, it's like, what is the game what is the simulation even doing to further the kingdom we really have to like sit back and literally look at every aspect of our lives every decision we make is this decision going to impact the kingdom is it going to is it going to glorify god you know and and that's really something that i noticed with a lot of things like just getting on facebook and scrolling just to scroll or you know whatever it might be that you do like okay what is what's even the point what's the point in sitting there watching youtube all day what is the point is this furthering your, um, walk with Christ? Is this, uh, is this sharing the gospel? Are you evangelizing by doing this? Are you doing this for the glory of God? And that's really all it like chalks up to.
1: Hey man. That's, that's the common theme right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That this type of mentality can also make us reject God's timing, like mm-hmm. what he's calling us to do at that right. time yeah. or the seasons that we're in. For example, if you're, you know, trying, I'm just going to share uh, something that happened to me. Yeah, I'm I'm sure uh, you all know, all of you here know about this, but we had a miscarriage um, last year, January, actually. So it's already been a year. But um, I found myself after having that miscarriage. I'm not saying this was directly from God. You know, I don't know. I don't know why these things happen. I mean, I know that the enemy is the one that kills and brings death and stuff like that. But um, I just know that it wasn't God's timing. And when it is his timing, it happens, you know. But, um, I say this because I started looking for games of simulation of a baby or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, I just view this as, I mean, Mm -hmm. if I reacted that way and I consider myself to be, you know, kind of strong in my faith, you know, um, what about those that are not and God is telling them, no, not right now you wait, you know, you're in this season. I'm teaching you this. I'm trying to teach you this through this, um, you know, event that happened in your life or something like that. And you're over there saying, no, I reject that God. I'm going to go make what I want to make for myself in this reality, you know, just conditions your mind in so many ways to
2: reject God's ways. So good. That's, so good. That's such an, a good observation about the time that we're in. That the, the verse about the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. It makes me and everything that we're saying, he wants to rob us of the real And he offers a counterfeit that we can often get faster and easier that offers, if you've never had the real thing, it gives you a very good feeling. Um, And the only way you'd know that it's not good enough is if you'd had the thing you were asking for. But if God's sake, not yet, or no, not at all for you, how would you know? And in those moments, you have to have so much faith. And there's people, there's always the person that they're the exception. But most of us are not the exception. We're each exceptional in like a couple ways. And in the rest, we're just like everyone else, you know? And -hmm. and so I remember like online dating. I was online dating for a few years and I was... um, And then
1: she met a real man um, Then I I met a real man and canceled my account. (laughs) Let me just say, I had just paid for an eHarmony
2: account for a year and that thing was not cheap. And I met this guy and I was like, delete. I was like, look, if he's out there, I'll find him because the Lord's going to send him. But I remember the amount of choice, just like used was mm-hmm. talking about with the games, but with real people. So it's not just like the effect of like, oh, I can be anyone I want in this game and escape the failure I am or the things I'm not happy with in my real life. But in a dating, like swipe left, swipe right. Oh, you yeah. can, mm-hmm. They've done studies that show the harm it does. People you would have used to rate a 10 become like a seven because you just have the ability. You're, there's always someone else you can choose. And mm-hmm. so you look at people like they're dispensable, uh, and yeah. we see that in the world I, today. I remember
1: watching my friend. Yes. Go, go through that, and I, I okay, y'all. I'm a little older, so <laughs> I, I, I didn't have all that like dating app stuff going on in my life. But uh, and plus, I just never dug that thing. But I'm watching. He went him to the club. And it, was just like, it was like it was like it was like it was so it was such a simple swipe. It yeah. wasn't like you're looking at their bio. It was a picture. The and, and what was that one that what is it that? was Tinder. I Tinder. think yeah, I think it was Tinder or so one of those and. And it was like, there's no data. It's just a picture. And it's like, yeah, right. she has a blemish. Oh, she has. And it's like, and I'm like, you're, you're, you are just like pushing this person aside with no knowledge mm-hmm. of who that person is. And so really, I like what you're saying, Michelle. It's like, it really takes us away from reality in, right. in a lot of ways. And it's just like, we've been trained and, 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 and we cheat ourselves out of the opportunity to have, watch it, I'm going to drop it again, an abundant life,
2: right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think this is crazy. a lot for yeah. people to process for sure, <laughs> because I think <laughs> sometimes I think, they hear this and they're like, well, that's so cynical and negative. Like, think of all the good that the internet's doing. And I'm not discounting any of it. I'm not telling my daughter, I'm going back to the stove. I'm not saying we throw the stove out and the stove is evil because my daughter can get burnt on it. I'm, s- But I am before I teach her all the, what all the little dials I do. I'm teach her how to not get burned, yeah. you know? And so it's not being negative to be critically thinking about how this doesn't align with the word, how this thing that some could argue is neutral, right? The idea of just like the internet, technically quite neutral, but it's all about who's wielding it, who has power over it, who maintains it and how they use that. And so in that it's like, well, yeah, you could, I mean, I don't care if you're a pessimist or an optimist. I care about critically thinking what's going to hurt me and what's not and how I can use it and when I shouldn't. And more importantly, does it stack up? against the word of God? And is there mm. something better for me? Yep. If he wants me there, like Savannah, this is the perfect example. Savannah's on it. Irais is not. Anytime conviction comes, check the word of God, right. mm-hmm. you know, because there's a reason. Yeah. And 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 it doesn't matter. I'm a positive. That's works. I don't care if you're positive. I don't care if you're negative. I care if you're obeying the Lord. I care right. if you're bringing him glory. I care if, if you are living an abundant life.
3: Right. Yeah, instead of looking at things as, because um, we tend to base everything yeah. off of opinions, like a lot of the teachings that we see and we buy into it because a person is just sharing their opinion on something. And we immediately in our brain think, okay, it's either this way or, or, you know, the, the opposite way. But, um, this is where discernment comes, you know, God speak to us, um, speaks to us individually when it comes to these issues. Um, Savannah and I are a perfect example. She's on social media right now. I'm not, we're both working where God wants us to be working. Um, so don't allow yourself to be discouraged Um, if you're not on social media and then don't stop pointing the finger at the people that are, are, you know, on social media. Oh no, you should not be doing it that way. Now, instead of basing things on our opinion or even just personal convictions, let's take it to what the Bible says. What is the basic principle of the Bible? Um, when people feel discouraged, I, I encourage them by saying, um, God could have chosen any people to live in this time. You know we look back at the apostles at the disciples and we think man they're, ju- they're just so on fire you know um and they were they were directly chosen by jesus i mean how amazing is that but we look at them as like superheroes when they literally had what we have they had the same faith they had the same jesus the same holy spirit mm-hmm. the same motivation um god chose them for that time and they endured heavy heavy persecution and God chose us for these times. And we're uh, we're probably going to endure heavy per- persecution as well. Hard decisions like social media, metaverse, all these things that, you know, um, we're like having to raise our children through and, and, you know, all the complications that we see around us. But the principle remains the same, you know, just get out and do it because you were created for such a time as this. God chose you for this time. How I mean, what what more encouragement do we need? <laughs> God. Wow, yeah. Amen. This reminds me of Luke. Uh, 10 verse two, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I just love this so much, guys. I, I I get so happy when I read this part, just hearing that Jesus was praying for this and, and knowing that we're that answered prayer right now. You know, mm. He says, these were his instructions to them. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into his fields. Mm. And I just picture him like walking with his disciples and saying that. And them contemplating that, yes, let's pray for more workers. And here we are, a bunch of workers right now, you know, but we get caught up in so many little things that stop us, that discourage us. And it's like, we're literally that answer prayer.
1: Yeah, I like how that verse carries on it says, go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Hey, there's your warning. Wow. Believers, right. you're going you're to go out. You're going to share the word of God. Um, and you're going to have to endure different things. Um, I will never sit here and say, well, okay, yeah. I, I work overseas and I see other things and I'm and sometimes I, I have to reel myself back on the American dream. It's like, you first world problem mm. people. Anyway, <laughs> but but it's like but, it, but at the same time it's it's this is what we were born into. Yeah. Right. And, and so when when whatever you were born into starts to flip upside down. Um it, it is a challenge for, for you as well or for us as well. Um I've gone through wars, I've gone through battles, I've worked overseas, and let me tell you something, the last two years has worn on me too. You know, it's like there's no seasoning, you know, you just, except the Lord,
0: mm.
1: except the salt. Like Savannah mm. was saying earlier, hey, we've, we've come to preserve this, this atmosphere around mm-hmm. us so that that light can shine. And, and you know, I, 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 I was going to use this for closing, but I think I'm just going to say it now. You know, Isaiah 61, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Then you jump to Hebrews 1, 3, and it says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Metaverse, my butt. (laughs) I'm sorry. Look at that right there. He upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification Mm -hmm. for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Arise, shine, your light has come. Hello, guys. Come on. This is a time for us to yeah. go out there and shine. This is the time that we're gonna go out there and we're gonna <laughs> preach the word of God. And when I say that, that means we're gonna love people. We're gonna give people grace. We're gonna give people mercy. We're gonna show them that this is the better way, the real way. Not some goggles that you, I've never put goggles on either. I don't even know some <laughs> the things are, man. I put on goggles for war because it was sandy. But other than that, I that was real bullets flying, and it was real anyways. That's real goggles. But this metaphors goggle stuff. I'm sorry, I never bought into it anyways. I'm like, I don't want to sit there. I,
2: well, don't worry, because one day they'll be a microchip in your head and no there won't no not yours
1: don't worry about the goggles
2: those pesky goggles now there's a the chip
1: watch <laughs> this get behind me and, no,
2: <laughs> and people will still be like but you know the chip ain't the mark so let's do it for the glory. Oh, i'm like God, that's y'all a whole guys, other
1: hour guys. guys. Yeah.
2: so no i mean this has been this no, has I been awesome this has been amazing and it. um and yeah so thank you both so much for being here being transparent being down to get down when we completely switched it up halfway through the show. But I want to
1: say this. Yeah. (laughs) She mentioned Marked next week. Oh, no, no. That's last week. Oh, okay. But I'm saying, no, no. no, we're, We're about to talk about it. No, no, no.
2: That's last week.
1: Oh, was it? This is coming out. But last week, we talked about Mark. Let me give my shout out the right way, not the forward <laughs> way. It's in there somewhere. We talked about Mark. Check it out. I'm telling you, it's intense. Pastor Jackson from Kenya came on. Yes. It's going to be something that's going to be exciting because that brother threw down some knowledge just when I thought <laughs> I was like, he's got to be on. We got to figure out how to get Kenya in here. But, right. But uh, so true. That, and have those conversations, though, Christians. Have those conversation, believers. Have those conversations that, that don't always feel good, that are raw, that even hurt yourself. Because I think at the end of the day, we have to be sifting ourselves... Let, actually, letting God sift us, but allowing God to sift us. What's that verse that they that, uh, come in and, and, and search me, O oh Lord? Yes. Search me, O oh Lord. Because mm-hmm. this is the time when we have to be careful. This is a time when when the conversation is like these be, these awesome women uh, of God, you know, for such a time as this, who just get on in the raw and talk about these things, because I think it's important. Don't just shun it and say, oh, well, I'm going to go out there and be the, the, the missionary who does this. In the. Fi-. You better pray about it. Mm-hmm. Pray about it pray, Don't if think going you on TikTok, yourself Are strong yeah. enough
2: To withstand the temptation
1: Right Pray about it Amen. TikTok Pray about it Facebook Pray about it yeah. Wherever platform Wherever. Go on the street And you pray about it We never go anywhere Out on the street Without praying about it Why would you stop On social media Why would you stop In all these things yeah. If you think you can Handle the metaverse I'll be praying for you
2: Yeah Right <laughs> Right this has been awesome. Thank yeah, you guys nice. again. Thank you. So remember, guys, thepantrypodcast.com for show notes for this episode, references to all the episodes that we brought up um, throughout the episode. And of course, all the Bible verses that got dropped and all the all the links to all the things oh, so you can, We love you, Josiah. Uh, we love you, Josiah. Shout him out all Shout the time. Out to Josiah. He's, a,
1: he's, a, he's a guy from our church, young kid. Yeah, does who all does all our, our show notes. notes. It's awesome.
2: All right. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Pantry Podcast. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen and check out other great shows on the Edify app and Eternity Ready Radio.